Welcome to the family with co-host Catherine Brandt, Techmaster Rafter Basham, MD, Alex Brandt Bernard Rasmussen, and Andy Brandt Bernard. And we will be right back. Kristen Burt will join us right after this with the family. Walls Automotive Group, Walls.com, and Doug Sprinthal. Nissan news. This is exciting, and I'm glad Andy's here. We just got our first shipments at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan of the all-new 2021 Nissan Rogue. Dude, you need to trade. This is a brand-new vehicle. It's got bird's-eye parking. So when you're backing up, you hit the screen, and it, it's like a spy satellite above oh. the vehicle. It is, And it's got ProPilot. It is cool. Trade your car in. Well, Melissa said she did like this one better than the last one, so maybe she'll like the next one better than this one. All right. Be like Andy and Melissa and check out the Nissan Rogue. It's been a dream of mine to be like Andy ever since he was born. <laughs> so, yeah, check out these vehicles at Walzer Nissan in Burnsville and in Coon Rapids, House of J-Lo and the House of Dan Resch. Tell them Andy sent you. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if i'm hanging out with you uh, maybe <laughs> uh, okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant Da, 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 da. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Is Ms. Burt with us? Yep. Kristen, you have, we're turning to you for the answer. Everybody's mentally ill. What should we do? <laughs> well, you should do what I do and just lock yourself up in your house for a year during a pandemic. And that way you can avoid everyone. <laughs> It's true. Honest to God, I just saw another story. You know, we got we talked about Jeff Bezos that he supported mail-in voting, thought it was a great idea. But as soon as his union wanted to do mail-in voting on uh, a pay raise, he said, "No, no, no. It's too easy to cheat with mail-in voting." <laughs> How can you <laughs> talk out of both sides of your mouth? <laughs> oh God, it's just unbelievable. But now this, uh, did you hear the Kellyanne Conway story? Oh, yes. about her daughter? Yes. No. Now, I've well, been following the Kellyanne-Claudia Cohen story for a long time, because uh, if you're following what's happening on TikTok, Claudia's been sort of outing what's been happening behind the scenes of her family life for almost six to nine months, maybe. And it's it's really awful, I have to be honest. Like, I can't believe child is... services isn't there. What's happening? What are you showing what is... What's going on? Okay, let me read this story, and then we can all do our opinion. Here we go. Twitter investigating Kellyanne Conway's account after it shared a topless photo of Conway's 16-year-old daughter on Monday. The photo, which Con, uh, Claudia Conway confirmed was authentic, was posted using Twitter's uh, Fleets feature. 
where posts only remained visible for 24 hours. The photo was quickly deleted well before the 24 hours were up, but it had been uh, documented by other users. Users also documented TikTok videos since deleted in which uh, Claudia Conway said the photo was taken months ago. It was on her phone, which your mother takes all the time. I assume my mom took a picture of it to use it against me one day. Now, this is a 16-year-old girl talking about her own mother and what she says, if I had ever said this to my mother, I'd be dead. I assume my mom took a picture of it to use against me one day, said Claudia, who has more than 1.6 million followers on TikTok per variety. Here's the quote. I guess she accidentally posted it or somebody hacked her, she added. So, Kellyanne, you're going to fucking jail. Well... Did she said she, about her own mother. I, I know. That girl has been... She's woo, crazy. Very hateful towards her mother for yeah. a very oh, long she? time. Yes. Both and by terrible. I was going to say, is Kellyanne a terrible human being? Because it sounds like she might be. Well, see, we don't know. Who knows what's the truth? All we have well, to go on know. is the words of a mentally unhinged 16-year-old. So, oh, oh, But we also hear oh, the yes. verbal abuse that Kellyanne is launching at her daughter because Claudia records her mother screaming at her and it is really verbal, it's verbally abusive it's not just like a, a, listen I, I was a teen girl my mom and i would bicker back and forth it's not that situation where you're like i'm mouthing off and my mother's like hey you stop it that kind of thing it is it is verbally abusive and i know that and I, I, a couple outlets covered it last week they someone from tiktok <laughs> did call uh the dc police and they did show up in their doorstep to check in on her just a, a welfare check oh my God. um but there are there are major issues going on in that household and oftentimes you hear george in the background he's like stop it you know what i mean like he's just completely removed himself from the situation but it is a it's an abusive situation and they need to figure something out whether it's therapy or have them not live in the same household because it's, it's not healthy for anyone it is so amazing to me that abusing other people, now we got another situation, uh, FKA Twigs, abusive Shia LaBeouf gave me PTSD. I mean, why is everyone, they're so hateful and abusive and mean. What the hell happened to humanity? Is anyone following the Army Hammer story, too? Oh, no. now what's with Army Hammer? <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is going down oh, a slippery slope with Army Hammer. Um, oh. I know. Uh, but he is into BDSM um, in that community when it comes to his sex life. But he was stepping outside his marriage, of course. But a lot of the women, uh, if you're going to engage in BDSM, it has to be consensual. People are supposed to have safe words. And a lot of these women that he was with are saying that he crossed the line and it became abusive. And a lot of them, uh, one of them tried, allegedly tried to commit suicide. They've oh, had treatment for PTSD as well um, for being involved with him. And he's denying it, but he's also staying in the Cayman Islands to stay away from all of the media. Oh, oh, the Cayman Islands. There you go. Uh, he's fancy. So he's I a, looked he's him a hammer. I have no idea who he is, so I looked him up. I didn't yeah. Army Hammer kept mannequins in the basement of his family home to practice tying up women and threatening to strangle his dog, ex-lover Paige Lorenz <laughs> oh, claims. I threaten to strangle Daisy wrong? all the time. Not that big of a Daisy! <laughs> That's true. Daisy gets choked. I just, Dan choked. and I just watched the social <laughs> network last weekend. Oh, my God. Oh, wait, wait, can we just backtrack just for a second? You know, uh, clearly... This guy's uh, 
uh, gone beyond abuse of things. Like, yeah. Why is anybody listening to him? Why are you even? Well, why, why is he even on? Why is he still on social media? Why isn't he like gone? You're gone. Yeah, why he why is he off. canceled? This is worthless. He's, a, he's worthless. You know, the B&D thing has nothing to do with yep. it. But, but you're right. You're supposed to have some sort of safeguard so you don't get hurt. Because it, to a certain extent, can be dangerous, some of this stuff. Oh, yeah. And there are, well, um, there's accounts out there, and they have shown photographs, and I will tell you, they are horrific looking of what happened to some of these women. So, oh God! So he's gone. So, but he's not being canceled. No, everybody can't can't well, get enough is. of it. It's so salacious. So nice. A wonderful. Oh, he year. still has a Twitter account. Well, that's my point. Well, I'm not talking about social media, but I will tell you that he just lost his role in a, the latest Jennifer Lopez movie. Now he says he stepped oh, yeah. away, but we all know <laughs> that that is code for he was asked to step out of the role, um, and it looks like Josh Jamel is going to take the take on the role, but. Um, Hollywood is already stepping away from him. I, I don't. I well, can't I speak outfit. for what the tech companies are going to do or not do. But that's my, the point. Is is that they, but they, in, the tech companies benefit from this, so they don't shut them down, get rid of them. Because people, you say the wrong thing as a coach or some such thing, you lost your job. You're gone. Yep. You're gone on you know, on social media. Why isn't this guy gone? Because he's a celebrity. He should be completely gone, off everything, done, canceled. Yep, I agree. Done. They cancel the wrong stuff. Yes, they do. That is very, very true. So, how's California? What, what are you, about four or five votes away from impeaching your governor or kicking him out or whatever the hell you do to governors? I don't even know. Uh, uh, recall. Um, the last I heard was well, about 300,000 um, submissions away, signatures. So, is he, that, is he know, as arrogant as he seems? to submit all those signatures. Right, right. We have a exactly. long ways to go. I, you can do 300,000 pretty easily. So I have a feeling he's right. going to get recalled. And, you know, yesterday he announced everything's open. Like, we're going to start outdoor dining again. Yep. We're not doing indoor dining yet. But <laughs> no, one had any <laughs> no one had any information on this. In fact, like, all of our assembly people were like, what? We didn't hear anything about this. And he's wiped out all the tears. And then he's just, I mean, it's, it's insane because we also have our own strain of COVID now that's spreading like wildfire and i'm like it is just like oh, a wild wild west out here seems like it now he he's from a very wealthy family isn't he gavin newsom yeah he, yes. he owns a winery up in napa i believe in napa sonoma yeah. area and you are not poor if you own a winery that's for sure not in napa especially mm. Ooh, especially yeah. not but not in napa you know God, the, i can't even imagine yes. what land prices are up there yeah it, well it's let's see it's Oh, $150,000 per acre planted, producing. It's not really? as bad as I thought it would be, but it's still not something that you don't you, you buy if you're not rich. Yeah, but that's, that's only about 8 to 12 barrels of wine. Well, if you're just drinking year, it yourself, then that's plenty, right? <laughs> well, it's plenty, but you, yeah. you're not making much money. It's cheaper to just buy yeah. the wine for yourself. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> just buy yeah. the wine. I would imagine twelve barrels. God. Oh my God! How much? How many bottles is in a barrel? <sighs> I, can, I, can, I always forget. I always forget. I always forget how many there are. I, I just forget. I don't remember Let's the numbers right see. now. How many bottles in a barrel of wine? Uh, about well, sixty or thirty gallon. It depends. But a sixty gallon would be yeah. three hundred bottles. So that's you yep. said ten barrels about. So, yeah, about, so three thousand bottles of wine. So a little under ten a day. <laughs> not so bad. <laughs> okay. I can live off you that. You got it. 
even drink you know wine that much. So no, yeah, we, I could totally live off we, that. We, we, we probably drink about one bottle a quarter. Actually, that. the tax-free, yeah. tax you could have two barrels per family, and that's that's two or three bottles per day. Yeah, I think that's a little, uh, a little too much wine at that point. Ugh, that sounds Two awful. bottles that's a day. I couldn't drink Nothing that much that. wine. Like, I would never eat food. I have friends that just will, like, you know, be at home on a Wednesday, and, like, they'll have almost a whole bottle of wine by themselves, mm. like, while they're watching TV and stuff, and I'm just like, ugh. I know, I'd be that's sick. That sounds great. No, that's not ugh. Gross. No, thank you. You're being judgmental. judgmental. No. No, I'm saying to me. Yeah, you know, I, Krista, that would just make me Krista sick. Krista is conspicuously quiet at this moment. Mm. No, I don't <laughs> drink that much. I that is a pretty well known fact. We've talked about a lot about this a lot on the show. Just months can go by, and I haven't had a bottle of wine or a glass. I can't finish a bottle of wine. I'd be passed out. Yeah, no. And on my way to the hospital. Wow. But um, <laughs> I can only drink a glass. That's it. <laughs> You'd be on your way to the bathroom to throw up. Yes. I don't think I'd be conscious, honestly. I just, I about one glass of wine is like all my body can handle. If I have a glass and a half, I am slurry and a mess. Funny. <laughs> and you're funny. And <laughs> you're funny. And hilarious. I am a funny, break- I am a funny uh, drunk. I lo- a good margarita is fun. I get the giggles. Oh, that's a good thing. No, all these yeah. people. I was just cheered up. They're buying $150,000 acres of wine. They're suckers. All you have to do is take a uh, jar of Smucker's grape jelly and some vodka. <laughs> there you go, wine. <laughs> delicious, <laughs> delicious wine. Sweetberry yeah, wine. That would be really good. Um, I just got cheered up by the fact, because I saw this story pop up, uh, and in the picture above the story, this city is on fire, and there's a vehicle that's been torched. <laughs> Somebody uh, decided to torch a vehicle, and so you got firefighters out there, and I went, God, what is this now? Portland? Is this Portland? Is it Tacoma? Is it Seattle? No, it's Harlem in the Netherlands. Now they're torching vehicles <laughs> in the Netherlands. Harlem like, in Jesus. the Netherlands. Yeah, the Netherlands, they're having uh, riots um, because of the lockdowns. They've been locked down since, uh, I think, December oh, or God. earlier, and they're hmm. just like, we're not doing this anymore. Yeah, there's, there's a, there is, there is a limit to human tolerance yes. of uh, yeah. this yeah. sort of thing, <laughs> where you get desensitized yep. to this. And you, and you say, you know, what, what happens is, is that the general population... He starts hearing about, oh, well, Jim had COVID. What? Oh, he got a headache and he was a little bit sick. Oh, Jane got COVID. Oh, well, what happened? Oh, she, nothing happened to her. So what happens is they get these, these things. Well, geez, this is not that big a deal. And people aren't getting dying from this. I'm, all my friends are still here. Not an issue. And they get desensitized to it. And then they just say, I ain't putting up with this. There's no reason to because no one gets sick. That's kind of what's going on. When yeah. I read, even like with the Spanish flu, where a lot more people were dying, there's like a social end to a pandemic and the actual illness end to a pandemic. There you go. Oh, well put. Well get, put. Thank yeah. you. You're welcome. Yeah. Well put. It's a social end to a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, where people are just like, I'm done with this. I don't care. I'll get sick and yeah, die. Exactly. It's not worth it's living like, in solitude right. anymore. Yeah. yeah. No, it's absolutely true. So, Kristen Burt. Catherine and I have started watching season two of Prodigal Son. It's fantastic. It's better than the first season. I told Catherine last night that I think Prodigal Son might be the best show on TV right now. That is a big statement. It is. It's really good. We just had Bellamy Young, you know, the mother on the show. Bellamy Young mm-hmm. was just on the morning show. I loved her on Scandal. Yeah, Scandal. She was on Scandal. But, but here's my life. This is my life, Kristen. So I, I said, I've never spoken to Bellamy Young before. 
but she knew who I was when she called in. She goes, Tom, how are you? How's everything? I said, just fantastic. She said, I need you to do me a favor. I said, yeah, Bellamy, whatever you need. This is a Bellamy young lady and gentleman, plays the mother on, uh, on Prodigal Son. And by the way, Bellamy, why don't you learn how to date better men? Because every guy she dates is a murderer on that show. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but other than that. So she says, oh, no, it's great to talk to you, Tom. Would you do me a favor? I said, yeah, what can I do for you? She goes, would you give Catherine a hug and a kiss? Because I read her tweets all the time about the show. And she's so kind to the show. All I get to hear is about how wonderful Catherine is for 15 minutes. <laughs> I Some told people you got Catherine's it. tweets were special. <laughs> no one was listening <laughs> you to me. Did. had to be Bellamy Young. <laughs> it had to be Bellamy Young that told you. No, it was very, very sweet. Very, very sweet. Uh, I just, uh, mm. I don't know, but it is a damn good show. No question about that. Uh, I, I sincerely think, Kristen Burt, the TV is the best as everyone. I've said that about 50 times in the last two weeks, but I think it's true. It's really good right now. I'm binge-watching Cobra Kai right now on Netflix and enjoying oh, yeah, it immensely. Love it. Oh, can't get enough of it. And it's yep, filmed right in my neighborhood. I mean, the the exterior, all the the rest of it's filmed in Atlanta. But when they do the California shots, it's right in my hood. So you're in L.A. today, right? Yes, I'm freezing in L.A. We're in the 40s. Oh, oh no! It's in the 40s. Oh, oh no! Wipe a tear from my eye. Everyone in Minnesota is like, oh, it's 40s right now. You're talking to Minnesotans here. <laughs> What I know, you but you know, about? for California, 43 might as well be minus 10. <laughs> that is true. God, when, we're, when we go down to Florida and it gets down to like 60, people start wearing fur coats and hats. It's like, <laughs> yeah. really? Oh, God, I, love, I love that. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's hilarious. To where you live. Meanwhile, because tonight I remember it's... when I lived in Minnesota and it was 60, I'd be cranking out the shorts because I'd be like, this yeah. is so nice. There you go. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's going to be negative two tonight, so... Yep. Oh, that sounds lovely. You'd be good to go. <laughs> yeah, really nice. Well, they're raising the business taxes fifteen percent in Minnesota, so oh, I don't know God. if you can't you should move back to Minnesota. What, biz- what business oh. taxes? Uh, I don't know. That was on the that's on his budget. Whose budget? Walls. Walls. Mm-hmm. He's going to raise business taxes fifteen percent. That's the plan. That there are only the like state. five states people are moving to. Let's be honest. Yep. At this point, everyone's yes. in Texas and Florida and Tennessee and. Arizona, I don't, Nevada right now is going to have a long recovery because of Vegas, but yes. uh, yep. still, the, the business-friendly states are going to get very overpopulated mm-hmm. very quickly. I cannot. And then you know what's going to happen. All those people that came from the dirtbag states are going to try to change the politics in yes, those other, in the new places, are. just like the old ones. They have learned Texas nothing. Is, yeah, and Texas is fighting. You know, all the Californians are moving to Texas, and the tech industry is moving to Austin. And right. I'm going to tell you, home prices are probably, right now, out of sight because of that. Same thing happened yeah. in Bozeman, Montana. Tech moved there, and yep, all the home did. prices yep. are going crazy. Yep. So Yeah, Miami, too. Yep, yep Miami, too. Mm-hmm. All right, we've got to take a break. Be right back in two minutes more with Kristen Burt and more on the wonderful state of the world with the family. Tom Bernard with the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski, who just so happens to be a very good friend of mine. If you're trying to get me to give you some shots on the golf course next time, it's not going to work, Tom. Well, it was worth a shot. So, from refinancing your home to small business loans or just a new checking account, you are a locally owned community bank. So what does that mean to folks listening, Michael? 
We take pride in individually crafted and customized solutions for your business with quick response times to all our customers, Tom. If you're tired of talking to pre-recorded voices and the wait times that can be forever, we answer the phone in Roseville, Edina, Hastings, Woodbury, and Shoreview. Plus, if it's important for your banker to know who you are, that's us, because we're your neighbor. So you're easy to find in a place people can trust. I learned that from personal experience, you know. Next year, I'll give you a couple shots on the front nine. Well, who am I to say no? Why not bank with my family's banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. The 2021 Bloomington Boat Show is here and going on now. Over 60 boats on display from Premier. Avalon, Berkshire, Alumacraft, and more. Over 25,000 square feet means the biggest inventory, the best dealer incentives, and limited-time factory rebates. Since there's a pretty good chance you'll be spending 2021 distancing, do it on the family boat you want. Register to win a new Suzuki outboard valued at $5,000. Suzuki, the ultimate outboard. Shop boats, safe distance, and see what's new for 2021 in a heated 25,000-square-foot showroom at Dan Southside Marine in Bloomington. The biggest inventory means you get the boat you want, rigged the way you wanted it, with every rebate and incentive available. Ask about the new Alumacraft competitor FSX, the best new fish ski crossover on the market. It's the 2021 Bloomington Boat Show at Dan Southside Marine, located six blocks west of 35W on 98th Street in Bloomington. We're drumming and rocking out like there's no tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. Like there's no tomorrow. That's all I have to say. Uh, now, Kristen Bird is with us. I just asked Kristen how things are going in L.A. Uh, I got to believe it's kind of weird there today, and I still cannot believe Kobe Bryant died a year ago already. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Jesus, Seems I like can't... we just were covering that story. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Man, it does, that was already a year ago today. So, is the time? Can you can you tell? Is there a different feel in the in the city of L.A. today? Because Kobe Bryant was their hero, no doubt about oh, that. Oh, it was exactly a year. It's yep. exactly a year today. Yeah, year anniversary. Yeah, and and I think what's interesting. I mean, not everyone's out and about because it's COVID. <laughs> so you know, we're not really getting. You can't read the temperature right. on the street or anything like that. But I, a lot of we've seen a lot of you know memories turn up in social media and people talking about it. But I, I always feel like this kind of kicked off and set the tone for the rest of 2020. I have to be honest. Yeah. Like, yeah. Kobe died. Yep. It was a shock. And then it just sort of rolled into, like, we started hearing about the virus. Um, I, I went overseas, and we were hearing about it nonstop in Europe. And then by the time I came back, we were like, oh, we're in for something. What and a year the rest it's of 2020 happened. Right. Yeah. You're right. It's kicked off with Kobe Bryant being killed in a helicopter crash, and it's been really weird ever since. No doubt about it. Mm-hmm. It's really too bad because, I mean, it, one of his his daughter died with him. Uh, the pilot obviously died. It just, what a horror. I cannot, I, I would have told you, well, that was about, what, five, six months ago? That's what I would have thought, seriously. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's so it's weird, but then, of course, it couldn't. Yeah, it's been a year today. Amazing. Yeah, and it was, a, it was such a shock, too. It was such a shock, like, when that, I remember when that unfolding and just going, how is that possible? And, you know, kind of watching it on TV and watching it unfold on social media, it's one of those that kind of, like, went in slow motion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. So, 
I don't know. Do you think we'll ever get back to anything close to normal, or are we just headed down the road to hell? (laughs) (laughs) I think, again, unfortunately, it's a new normal, and I I think we forget that we lost a lot of things that we liked after 9-11. You know, meeting people at the gate. I used to love that. Mm -hmm. Love it when people greeted you at the gate. All of those hellos and goodbyes and everything, the emotions behind that. Um, or, hey, there were days when you weren't, you know, we didn't have to take our shoes off. You know, I mean, I yep. don't now because of PSA yep. pre-check, but you're going through regular security, it happens. So it's just one of those things that we're going to have to adapt to a lot, and we're going to go, remember the good old days mm-hmm. when you could blah, blah, blah. Yeah, every year, Melissa and I watch Home Alone, and we always like, when they're on the plane, they're back in coach, and they look like ornate thrones compared to what you sit in today. <laughs> it's like, wow, yeah, is that a sofa? Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> it's a coach seat. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a coach seat, exactly. Yeah, this whole, this whole pandemic is going to maturely change our culture. Yes, I it mean, is. I mean, it, long-term, maybe permanently. I mean, this whole idea about masks. I mean, you're, you know, when you go on a plane or you do some certain traveling, you may wear a mask. Just cause. Just try to protect yourself from influenza and a thousand other things. Well, that right? is one thing that I think would be a good permanent change is people wearing masks when they're sick, yeah. like they do yeah. in China and Japan yeah. and Korea. In, in Japan, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. that is a really yeah. If smart you're sick, idea. you should wear a mask. I think. Yeah. And when you get on a plane, you should take an alcohol wipe and wipe everything down. I've done that yeah. for years. Yeah, I don't get sick on planes you're anymore welcome. ever since I started Where'd doing that. Where'd you get that, that from? Yep. <laughs> me. That's true. Me. That's who. It's so oh, helpful, God. though, and I was traveling with masks to and from Europe because I was always getting cold when I was coming back, and yeah. it, maybe that's why I didn't get COVID in Europe when I was there last year. I have no idea, oh. but uh, I, I, I'm someone who touches my face all the time, so if it keeps me from touching my face, perfect. <laughs> you know, less cold, less strep throat for me. I got to remind everybody, though, and because people have forgotten that a little over 30 years ago, 35 years ago, somewhere in there, uh, we were told that we probably, most of us, would die of AIDS. Remember that when it first broke? They thought a lot of us, most oh, yeah, of the population of Earth was going to die. Yeah, it was such mm-hmm. a mystery. Remember that? Yeah, remember oh, swine flu, remember on. bird flu, remember Ebola, remember SARS, yeah. remember MERS, That's remember true. MRSA. Yeah, we're all going to die. I mean, it's, we're yeah, all we, constantly going to die. We, we, we always, yeah, we are. We, we, the, the media always likes to have uh, the threat of a pandemic. Yes. Oh you God, know? yes. They, oh yeah. When people are st- people already are like, there will be another one in our lifetime. It's there like, will, come. but just yeah. deal with it. I've lived through what five, and I'm 34. Yeah. <laughs> you got one every six years or so. The COVID pandemic is the one that I feel like I wasn't affected by Ebola or yeah, H1N1. And oh, yeah, H1N1. No, just not even, mm-hmm. it didn't no. even touch my world whatsoever, I have to be honest. So this mm-hmm. one, I'm like, holy cow, this is a complete game changer. And it's going to be a complete game changer for Hollywood moving forward. I think of all, like, the, the generation behind me of entertainment reporters, they're not going to have those same opportunities um face-to-face red carpets the way we did in my generation, which is not that long ago, but it's just going to be completely different. They're going to have fewer media outlets, probably smaller red carpets, if they go back to red carpets at all, honestly. 
Really? God. Yeah, they, yeah, that's true. I don't, you know, I once once people get the shot, you know, people are, everybody's going to be getting the shot eventually this year. Yeah, if the vaccine works, then it'll work, and if it doesn't work, then why are we getting it? Yeah. Yeah, but also yeah, Hollywood has realized that a lot of things, like things like press junkets, they realize they're a lot cheaper to do over Zoom. They probably won't be, you know, bringing the cast to the Four Seasons Hotel like they normally do and sitting them down for three days in a you know hotel suite to meet after to meet with reporter after reporter after reporter doing interviews when they can just do um, a small core group of like four or five media outlets, do it over Zoom, call it a day. And that's it. And it, the same thing's going to happen to the red carpet. It's going to be very streamlined compared to what it used to be. And with AI, they can do that without a real person. Yes, they can. It's it's on oh, its way. It that. is really close. That's that. It may be the scariest change that you see because I already think there's going to be that animation. Um, these these char- the, your actor is going to be animated. You know, they're going to create uh, Jane, and Jane's going to take whatever role you give her, say whatever she says, do whatever she says. She's going to be heavily involved in social media and do all these Zoom meetings, and she will not exist. She'll be just just zeros and ones. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Probably true. Um, yeah, I don't know what to tell you about all this stuff, but it just you watch all this stuff go by, and, uh, God... It's wearing me out, is all I'm saying. We should have a Let's Be Happy episode of the Tom Bernard Show. <laughs> Never going to happen. We do have, <laughs> we do have a Let's Be Happy episode. Hey, look, you got to report the news, right? The world's going to hell in a <laughs> No, but you have to understand. That's, <laughs> why, I brought, that's why I brought up. <laughs> Let's talk that's about why it I brought all up, the time. Sorry. That's why I brought up uh, the AIDS epidemic, because... Yeah. I do remember when that started, we were all pretty much going to mm-hmm. die. And then three of my friends did die. I don't know anybody that's died of COVID, by the way. I don't know what one person. And I'm we sorry do. if you do know somebody. Yeah, I yeah. know a lot. Most people do. It's true. Well, that's the thing about COVID is that it's also highly regionalized. Depending on where yeah. you live, either everyone's dying of it or no one's dying of it. Whereas AIDS was right. kind of like blanket across the board, you know. It was, yeah. It was indeed, but... Yeah, my family. You know, that was a Southeast. tough deal. There's no pandemic. Yep. <laughs> they don't know anyone who's no. had it. I mean, we've, we've had one family member who had it early on, but they don't really know anyone in their area who's had it, and they just are acting like there isn't a pandemic. Because well, where they live, there isn't a pandemic. Yeah, yeah, it's like not. But there is. There is, but they just, no one in their circle has gotten it. And I think that that's their, you know, they're like, until someone in their circle gets it, they're just kind of like, oh, well. But, I mean, my parents tell you are this. in their 70s, so they should be careful. Yeah, well, yeah, there's no question about that. I uh, I talked to Steve Gorman, you know, one of the founders of Black Crows, one of the great bands of all time. Steve's an old friend, and he calls into the KQ Morning Show once in a while. And he didn't call in for a couple of weeks, found out he didn't call in uh, from him today. And this was on the on the air, so I'm not, you know, revealing anything that he doesn't want anybody to know. But it turned out he would had COVID for three weeks. Mm. So... Here's the weird part, though. So he gets COVID, and his wife gets sick, and she goes, oh, my God, I think I got COVID from you. She goes and is tested. She doesn't have COVID. She's got the flu. Oh, she, ah, really? Holy we found yeah. someone with the flu, you guys. Uh, yeah. First flu case yeah, in yeah. a year one. and a half. <laughs> yeah, can we put it on the, exactly on the whiteboard, it. please? Yeah. Tally it up. 
we have a case of the flu. We got the flu cooking. But yeah, I, I yeah, talked to uh, many, many people. Yeah, a friend it. of mine, she had it. She was super sick for almost three weeks. Her husband, who tested positive, didn't even have a symptom. Yep. Yeah, it's very odd. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, there's so, so much to do with blood type, it seems like. And vitamin D oh, levels. Really? Yes. Really? You yes. know, that vitamin D levels are playing a role in well, That would explain why New York City got hit so hard, because the sunlight can't penetrate the thick yeah, smog. The, the layer of... And the, and the smugness. I do. Oh, God, Mommy, you need to get <laughs> it together. You're, Catherine thinks she's tweeting right now. Yeah, you need to get off Twitter. You're the next Donald Trump. Speaking of New York, just if anyone is interested, my Broadway friend here, um, there was a great oral history done by the New York Times last week about the Broadway show Moulin Rouge because they were the first show to shut down. And they were the oh, cast yeah. that got yep. hit the hardest by COVID. Several of their cast members were hospitalized. Everyone survived. Um, but they went wow. through with the cast and the crew of how it spread. And they think that they started having cases in the cast in February, not in March when they shut down. Right. Um, but how right. people were going out for like a week at a time, but coming back still sick to perform because they were like, I can't be out of the show for two weeks. That's too long. And I mean, it's fascinating, though, because it's a real look at and and how it went, like, moment by moment. Highly recommend the article. Yeah, no question. So, so is vitamin D, so what is vitamin D3? Because that's what I, they that's recommend the that sun. I take. The main that's kind. That's the, the supplement yeah. that you that take. That is the main kind? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I take 2,000 units a day. It's probably about right. Mm, I think you should take yeah. closer to five. In Florida, though? Yeah. Well, five. I know that yeah. you can... It's a good idea to do at least do a loading dose for a week or so. What's a loading of, dose? Higher. Just a little higher, like five, and then you could maybe go back to two because you're you're getting outside here and getting yeah. sun in yeah. your yeah, face. Exactly. Yeah, so. my midwife said yeah. that every adult alive should take between five and eight thousand IU's of vitamin D three every day all year. Well, what do you think, uh, Doctor? Uh, really, I don't know summer? about that. I think that that can yeah. be titrated but according to blood levels, and that's a far well, safer. Way. I said no, it's a far safer way to do that. To say something like that, five thousand units is what's recommended. You get to eight thousand, ten thousand. It's a toxic stuff. It is. Yeah, if you it's, take it's, like it's if a fat-soluble vitamin, you do not want to take too much of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if you take ten thousand a day for yeah, months, it's not going to be then, good. Yes, you yeah, can well, get but sick. Well, but you just but said five to eight thousand. No, no, that's but you can't on say the that. Person. No, yeah, I think you should take you know you know up to eight uh, up to five thousand. But you should also monitor that by checking the blood levels. They can check your blood levels. Your oh, blood yeah. levels are normal. There's no reason to take more. That's because right. if it's normal, it's with an accepted level. There's no reason to take more. Taking more doesn't really make you better off. It just gives you more of that vitamin. It makes it the risk of toxicity and sickness worse. A, D, and E. Those are the three that you can overdose on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, A, D, yeah. and E. Really? And C, yep. C can make you have the runs. But yes, that's it. but you'll not. You won't die. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like, well, like when my kids are really sick, my pe- my pediatrician was like, give them so much vitamin C that they get diarrhea until they get over mm. their sickness. Wonderful. Very that's fun. Like dehydrate the, them? No, because they're, I mean, my kids drink, so I mean, you've been around my children. How much water do they drink in a day? Like four gallons. That's they do drink a lot of water. <laughs> four gallons. Don't need to worry lot, about man. that. They're thirsty For a wee one, They're thirsty <laughs> children. Drink a lot. Of Indeed. Water. Indeed, it's absolutely true. We've got to take a break here because our final segment. As you know, whenever Kristen Bird is on, it flies by because it of does. her sterling personality. What? That's why. 
<laughs> and now Jude's growling at mom. <laughs> Jude so thought the good. podcast was over. He was running oh, to the door. He was running to the door. I thought it was oh. over. He's growling at mom. He sits at the to. door to start the podcast, and then he gets all upset to leave. All That's right. We'll be jerk. right back for the final segment with Kristen Burt. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. I met the folks from Shift Real Estate last year on our way to Key West and loved their story. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees because they list for a flat fee of $5,000, and that includes photos, MLS listing, online marketing, and the assistance of a full-time realtor. Tell Shift about your home, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more. Shift Real Estate, the common-sense way to sell your home. Visit shift2sell.com because life is expensive enough. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin, is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. What's that? I just was stretching and I made a noise. That's all you know. So, Kristen. Yes. <laughs> no, I thought you disappeared. There. Yes. What the hell was that? Yes. yes. What do you want? What do you part. want? What do you want? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. You're unbelievable. No, there is no part two. I was just checking in to see if there's anything top of mind for you that we didn't get to yet. Um, you know, a story that I covered yesterday, and it's still kind of ongoing, uh, and I think it's kind of interesting in the daytime space, Ellen DeGeneres. Um, oh, God, had yeah, a, yeah. yeah, I know. She's, I mean, with last summer's toxic workplace allegations and everything, she's not gotten that momentum back whatsoever. And she's got about a year left on her contract. Some are saying that she's ready to retire. Others saying she's heading to the table to renegotiate her contract. But already Kelly Clarkson, which always follows her at the 4 o'clock spot, and most major markets right. have Ellen at 3 p.m. Kelly follows at 4 they're starting to say Kelly is going to get that coveted 3 p.m. spot, which everybody wants in daytime. So it's kind of interesting because everyone's saying the queen of daytime may have, you know, someone's wearing the crown, and it's probably going to be Kelly in the end. But Ellen's not recovered from all of this. Why would 3 o'clock, is that 3 o'clock Eastern time? Is that what you're talking? It depends on what market you're in. Uh, in the major oh, okay. markets like New York and L.A., and I think Chicago, maybe, they're at 3 p.m., um, but that is the coveted daytime slot that you want, and then there's always one more uh, talk show that falls after it, and in most markets, it's Kelly Clarkson, so it's 
Helen at three, Kelly at four. I wonder why three o'clock. Why, why would three o'clock be the coveted time? Well, that is aren't weird. people all at work or at school or whatever? Yeah, part timers get home by three. I think a lot of people that work part time. Well, maybe I don't know anybody. A good that question. Gets home at three. And the, people the get home from school. Like, yeah, I mean, people do get home from school. Maybe like turn mm-hmm. on the TV. I think also um, the other dog that's in the fight telepictures which has ellen show like ellen can't be fired from her own show she owns the show so whenever she's done that whole show is done but telepictures wants to keep that 3 p.m slot and they're like don't worry we'll find another host they don't want nbc which owns the kelly clarkson show to move into the 3 p.m slot because then telepictures will lose it for good it's such a weird um fight but but doesn't ellen uh film at nbc no she's at warner brothers Hmm. Oh, she moved to Warner Brothers. She's been at Warner Brothers the whole time. Uh, I don't know about that. <gasps> I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Because we out. lived two or three blocks away. Our house was two or three blocks away, and Ellen's group was going into NBC. They were they were in one of those back back sound stages. Um, what it was at Burbank Studios. Yeah. Okay. They were in Burbank, so she may have moved. She may have moved to Warner Brothers, which you're at 2003 to 2008. They were at Studio 11 at NBC. There you go. Now they're Studio One at Warner Brothers. Yeah. Oh, so she, so she, Ralph, Ralph knows something. How did that happen? Oh, I have, I have, the, I have the Hollywood scoop, and I don't even live there. Except she's yeah. been at Warner Brothers the for longer Hollywood than she was scoop. at the re- NBC, so that's why it's at the forefront of my brain. The, re- the reason I know that is that I was. <laughs> we were we were driving down Riverside, which is right behind NBC Studios. We're driving down Riverside th- into the equestrian neighborhood just before you get mm-hmm. to Disney down there. And we're stopped there, and there's a stoplight right there, and that's Johnny Carson Boulevard, Johnny Carson Drive, or some such thing. We stopped there. There's a stoplight, and, I, and and a bunch of people were crossing the road, and all these women looked. They looked like they preferred the company of other women. And I'm saying, why in the world is this? What's going on? What's going on here? Why are all these people? Why are all these women crossing the road? Blah 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 blah. Here I go. Oh yeah, right. Because the studio's right there. They'd parked on the other side of the road, down right. by the river. They were right. crossing over, just go to the to the show. It was so it's the sweetest thing in the world to see. So but NBC doesn't even own those studios anymore because NBC is now at Universal City, and that is now just called the Burbank Studios. Really, they don't How even own them anymore. Wow. Mm-hmm. No. All of NBC is under the Universal umbrella, so sure. it's all by the amusement park in Universal City. Yeah, they moved it up on the hill. Yeah, everybody moved there. In fact, like E, e News, which used to be over the hill, uh, moved to Universal City, so everything's kind of housed it in one location now. So Days of Our Lives, which was uh, taped there, that's up there too. I, You know, Days might be the only thing that stayed at Burbank Studios because of that. Now that you're saying that, I think they stayed at Burbank Studios just because they've been there for so long and the sets are all there. Yeah. Wow. But all the all the news, the talk shows, um, anything sort of in that news division and is, is over there. Yeah. And then, of course, we lost the Tonight Show on the West Coast because Jimmy Fallon did it on the East Coast. Yeah. Has that worked out? There's a lot of shifting. Having moved into no, New York? No. He, it's a disaster. Jimmy Fallon might get canceled, as a matter of fact. <clears throat> Which, how would you, you like to so? see that? Oh, God, his his ratings are terrible. I'm not surprised. Who ta- I've never what heard anyone in real life ever talk about Jimmy Fallon, like, actually watching the show. 
No. Well, those all three of those shows are just dreadful. Colbert, oh, God, Kimmel, yeah. and and Fallon. They're all terrible. I feel shows. like Jimmy Fallon, like snippets of Jimmy Fallon, are shared on social media all the time. Well, they all are. Oh, are they? But I don't know. I feel like I don't yeah. ever see anything about yeah, any of the other ones, but I feel like Jimmy I, we Fallon. We see Kimmel out here a lot. We see Kimmel clips a lot. Mm. So, which one was the Man Show one? Was that Kimmel? That was Kimmel. Okay. That was Kimmel. That was Kimmel. Yeah. Okay. Along with Adam Carolla, right? Yep. Yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. no Ben Stein. No, no, they were on a. Jimmy Kimmel was on with Ben Stein. What was the name of that movie? Win Ben Stein's that Money. Yeah. Win Ben Stein's Money. Money. Yeah, it was Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was him, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that show. That was a good show. Well, Ben Stein's a good. No doubt about performer. it. Yeah. Uh, so for everybody out there that heard Catherine do her report earlier, I got about eight billion texts <laughs> just now. That apparently Walls wants to raise the top income tax in Minnesota to 11.25%. From what? Uh, 9.8. Gas tax up 20 cents a gallon. But uh, the Republican Party, which controls the Senate, said none of this has any chance of passing. None. Yeah, there's no. How's that possible? Because they control the Senate, they can vote it all down. Mm-hmm. They can just say, nope, it ain't going to happen. Minnesota Senate is Republican? Yeah, isn't that? I never, I never knew that either. I thought, what? Although, if you think the about state it, state senate is Republican. Yeah, basically, all of the yeah, Democrats in the entire yeah. state live in one city. So, yep. St. Paul, Minneapolis, and yeah, Saint that's Paul. true. Yeah, which is functionally one city at this point. Yeah. And Duluth too. Duluth. Yeah, Duluth. Uh, Duluth too, has true. a lot of Republicans because it was such a big manufacturing, shipping, yeah, yeah that kind of no, town. It, those were, those days are uh, long yeah. over. But those were AFL-CIO no, jobs. Has, those yep. were Democrats. Yep. Those were AFL. Unions, lots the, of unions up yeah. there. DFL, mm-hmm. DFLers up there. Thank and the God. iron workers, too. You know, thank God we the don't have the monocameral system now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unicameral is what we needed because it's unbelievable. <laughs> you know that he actually did run for president? Did you even know that? No, I didn't. Jesse Ventura actually ran for president, and I think he got like 30,000 votes or something. This year? Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't even know he, I didn't even know he ran no, for he president. Wasn't he, on the, he wasn't on our ballot. He wasn't on our ballot. He wasn't on, he wasn't on our ballot. Let me talk amongst yourself. I'll get how many votes If Christian would have known, she would have voted for yeah. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. former governor. I would have been sure to vote for him and also Kanye West. I would have split my vote. Mm-hmm. Oh <laughs> man, what a oh what an incredible, incredible mistake that was. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I know uh, no, he was going to run, but then he didn't. Yeah, because he had to cut. But off he, his, yeah, he still got a ton of votes. He had to take the oh. beads out of his hair or his beard. Mm-hmm. Takes too long. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and it hurts. I don't know. Getting beard, beads out of your beard. Yeah, an all day it's affair. A whole process. Uh, Chris, can, can I ask you a personal question? You don't have to answer this. Did you ever do the? Uh, did you ever do the uh, uh, ten uh, braided hair stuff when you go to the beach in the Caribbean or anything? Mm. That's cultural appropriation. Oh yes, cultural appropriation at its finest. That's not cultural appropriation. The black women there do it for you. They're making a buck. They exactly. are making money, but if you come home with it, you can probably do get away with it in the islands. If you come home with it, it's not a good look. No, no. What's well, it's not a good look, period. But it's just oh, I yeah. remember girls coming to junior high with that, and they'd yeah. wear it for like a month, and it would just look horrible at the end. And it would be like, take yeah. your braids out, ladies. Yeah. This does not yeah. look good. 
Because <laughs> hair was Plus, doesn't, Don't people get headaches from those things? Oh, they God. tie those things so tight. It would be like tight. migraine central I for me. I can't even imagine. That would be torture. I had them when I was in fifth grade. Oh, did you? I sure did. Yep. You, how long did you keep them in for? Um, Too long? No. <laughs> no. You know, white people just don't have the hair for it. They just don't. Because, well, yeah, like... Because the, the, you can't well, use oil because then it just, like, gets gross. Mm-hmm. So you have to, for women, for white women, you have to, like, use a special mousse and hairspray. And, oh, and then it just feels crunchy. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you just... I had it in for like maybe maybe a week, and I only did half because a friend of my my friend who did it she was like, no, she's like you would look like you're trying to fit in, (laughs) so she's like, we'll just go halfway. (laughs) So it was it was actually cute, but um, but yeah, no, I only had them had them in for a week, and yes, they do give you a headache. And yes, it takes forever yeah it takes forever if you you have long hair it takes six to eight hours to get your whole hair done oh Oh, it is amazing and and i only did i only did half like you know to to like the back half because you got sick of it and no no (laughs) tired of this um and it was it was a good like probably three hours of her doing it like torture yeah rather be waterboarded yeah and also <laughs> because so my great. hair, like waterboarding. <laughs> well, the last yeah. last woman that I talked to uh, came in, in I was visiting, and she had her hair all done, and it was well, it was long too, all braided with a thousand braids. And I said, "How long does that take?" She had six to eight hours. Well, what, what, what do you do for six to eight hours? She said, well, you know, us women, we like to talk. That's a long time. They're gabbing and gossiping and yeah, talking got, about one thing. I got thing nothing another. to say. Yeah, really. For eight hours. It reminds <laughs> me of the. Right. When Jim Carrey was doing the Grinch movie, he yeah. was in the chair for about eight hours every day getting that makeup put on. Oh, yeah. Oh, I bet. Yeah. And in order to God. not, like, go crazy, he hired a guy from the CIA to teach him uh, torture resistance techniques. Because to him, sitting there for eight hours, <laughs> yeah, like, getting crap put on his face, not being able to move or breathe half the time... It was like being tortured. So he went to oh, the yeah. CIA and he was like, "Teach me how to not go crazy." Oh my god! I feel like <laughs> I just have to end up in a meditative state. Basically, like, you know, yeah. You yeah, basically like just, just have to like dissociate the yeah, whole like, time, zone out, and like I'm not even here. Yep. Yeah. Fun. By the way, <laughs> Jesse Ventura. Jesse Ventura was only on uh, the presidential ballot in the state of Alaska. Oh. It's the only place he made the, uh, oh. the ballot. Oh. And he got 3,284 votes. 3,200. So oh, that's 30,000. Not 30,000. Yeah. Not even 30,000. 3,200. Uh, to go to 30,000, you have to jump up to Brian T. Carroll and Amar Patel from the American Solidarity Party. Of course. These guys both look like they're nuts. Just in their picture, one looks like Santa. <laughs> they were all nuts. Well, a lot of, pretty much everyone in Alaska looks like Santa. <laughs> Everybody that well, ran that's true. nuts. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's true. yeah. Can't even argue the point. Everybody's crazy. Kanye West got sixty-eight thousand votes. That's it. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, he got six. Well, that's just in yeah that that's presidential election results. Hmm. Absolutely. And uh, Donald Trump got seventy-four point two, and Joe Biden got eighty-one point two. So there was a seven million vote swing there. There was. What do you think of that action? Until the eight-hour loop comes out and Mm -hmm. you find out that Trump actually got 
more 330 million votes for Trump. Yep, exactly. Every single zero for everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think I might. I think I might invite Mike Lindell to be on the show tomorrow because he's getting very little support from anybody, and he's a friend of mine. So. Just have men to prop him up a little bit. He's not getting support for being running for governor. No, not governor. This whole uh, they banned him on Twitter. There's a media smear campaign against him. Yep. Yeah. So I don't like my friends having to go through that stuff without showing any support. So we'll come in and we'll probably talk about, hey, how do you think the twins will do this year? Yeah. You know what I mean. Oh, my God. Him and L.A. Nick together. Oh, yeah. Um, whoa. Oh, that's what I'm... What? Mike Lindell and L.A. <laughs> Nick? What's the problem? No one would ever be able to talk. No. We just they get so wound up. Put our feet up. Yeah, basically. Yeah. There you go. Just chill for two hours. Yeah. There you go. Let them run the show. I don't know. We are going to... Uh, so, Kristen, we only got like three minutes, four minutes left. So let me ask you... Do you think we will ever see anything close to our old society ever again? No, I don't. I mean, I think it will. I, I, I think it'll look a little different, but I just don't. I I do think that there's a little bit of PTSD with what this last year has delivered to us, and I oh, feel God, like we'll yeah. all operate a little bit different, and I feel like all of our jobs will operate a little bit different, and um, we will talk a little bit about the good old days pre-COVID. Honestly, yeah, it's really. F- What's really funny about that is that I have talked to many of my friends, because I know a lot of people in radio, obviously, across the country, and almost every broadcast company is going to give up their space, and people are going to be doing the, sh- the show from their houses. Yep. They're, they're not going to work together. So I would like some credit for inventing something 16 years ago that's good. Where, where's my check? That's what I want to know. I've been working out of my house for 16 years. You know, Tom, you said this. It makes absolutely no sense to have studio space. That's true. No sense at all. When now studios are so inexpensive to put in your house, it's not. It's not a huge effort. Now you have to have broadband to make sure it's consistent and redundant broadband to make sure you're consistent and be able to broadcast. Mm -hmm. But by and Mm -hmm. large, it is not. Not in fact. You can buy a lot of this stuff at Best Buy now. They have a whole row of podcasts, video, they do, vlogging yeah. yep. stuff. It's right there. All So, you know, it, it just is not expensive. So, yeah, I think this is the time, and that's what you're going to see. I think so much industry is going to go virtual because broadband's available, and yep. we are yep. up and running. Well, that's the thing. is, 16 years yep. ago, in order to do what we're doing right now, it costs like $1,000 a month for did, an yeah. ISDN line. You know, not a lot of people are going to be paying for that. But these days, uh, the equipment that we're using to make this work through the internet, I think it's like 200 bucks total. And once you own it, there's no running cost other than the internet. So, right, yeah, exactly. Well, I will say, tell you this, Kristen Burt, that, that first uh, couple of shows I did from home 16, 17 years ago now. Mm-hmm. It was in a closet with a quilt wrapped around me. Yes, it was. It was in the mudroom. It was in the hey, room. Yeah, exactly. Gotta use that Florida. soundproofing any way you can. Yeah, I got my quilt soundproofing. It was fantastic. Yeah, blankets <laughs> thrown over the doors. Yep, exactly. It was fantastic. <laughs> All right, young lady. It always goes by too quickly with you. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad I don't make it like pulling teeth to dentist. I think next next week, right in the middle, I'm going to go, said, God, this is suck. dragging. <laughs> this is really dragging. <laughs> today with next Kristen. time you call in, I'm going to call the CIA and say, teach me how to live <laughs> through this. 
Teach me how to live through this. Oh, All right, oh. Kristen, we'll, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, everybody. So we're going to live through one more week. What do you think? One more. One more week. You're right. a squeaky toy. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's Jude is, up the storm yeah. already. Yep. So he's, he's ready. He's, he's already escaped. He's out of here. All right. We'll, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye.